0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back, and happy Skews Day to you. I know what you're thinking. The answer is no. I'm not going to be laying down any funky jazz riffs for you on on this episode. I'm wearing the shades because I had to have eye surgery again. If you followed the show for a while, you know it's the second time. Hopefully it will be the last. Don't worry about me. Nothing life-threatening. Just... Trying to make my eyes work the way eyes are supposed to work. In the meantime, don't get too distracted by how overwhelmingly cool I look over the course of this episode, because we got some serious stuff to talk about. Okay, it's May tenth, twenty twenty two. I'm Trey Crowder, and that's Mark Ag. What's up, Mark?
1: What's well, so, up, Trey? I dig the look, man. You kind of got your own little. Uh, remember when Steve Urkel turned into Stefan or Cal. You got, you got <laughs> super cool. It's like yeah. Oh yeah. I'm glad you can see though, buddy. I hope that surgery works out. Uh, I don't want to, have to lead you around public places when we're out. Um yeah the, uh, a lot to talk about today uh to start with some fun stuff uh so Steve Schmidt who helped run McCain's campaign in uh 2008 uh <laughs> lit twitter on fire the other night with a t- like a, t- a 20 tweet thread it seemed like he was maybe a couple pulls off the scotch bottle but he essentially argued that McCain's 2008 campaign was infiltrated by Russia and also called Megan McCain a huge diva bitch so that was fun. <laughs> uh nobody's anyway, we,
0: immune from you know uh drunk twittering. you know what i mean or i mean you know yeah. unless you just got some sense but i'm saying anybody yeah. that both drinks and fucks with twitter you really got to watch it you know
1: yeah when you're when you're, when you're typing in the uh ford slash x in in the middle of a thread you'd be like wait a minute should i drink a glass of water <laughs> right yeah. uh so, uh, Madison Cawthorn news. Uh, there was an up to uh, article of Rolling Stone this week that said that one of the reasons Trump turned on him is like this series of weird video sex, not scandals, but like broy stuff he was doing. When it filtered through the pipeline because Trump banned from social media, what Trump got out of it was that he's fucking his cousin, so he doesn't like Madison Cawthorn anymore because he thinks <laughs> he's fucking his cousin.
0: Uh, i love how trump has got all these like hang-ups with you know like all that stuff with mandel and the guy that was mm-hmm. working with mandel and all this stuff it's like trump hears that they're all into like weird stuff with their butts or whatever and then he's like yeah, yeah i can't have i can't have no part of that you know it's like no. it's, a, it's a funny line for him to have drawn i feel like
1: yeah can't have any weirdos around donald trump uh right. i think what because like w- the guy He's got a campaign finance scandal where he overpaid one of his subordinates, who I guess is his cousin. That cousin, I also might be the guy in the car video who touched his dick. Isn't, right. Be funny. So I think that's what what, what Trump took out of that. Um, but the anyway, dude
0: uh, whose face he humped, that's not his cousin? I feel like I heard no. that was his cousin, too. It's just, it's just cousins all the way down over there.
1: Yeah, man. When you make it to the top like Cawthorn, you take your boys with you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and
0: then put your dick in their face.
1: Yeah. Um... Speaking of uh, weirdos, uh, it's Trump's former defense secretary. Mark Esper is doing his book tour and uh, mm-hmm. lots of fun stuff he's revealing three years Always. after it could possibly matter.
0: Right. Uh, every one, time, dude. Anytime you see like some old uh, administration official pop up out of nowhere with some like bombshell shit, it's you. every time you're like, oh, so they wrote a book then and they've got a book coming out. and And yeah. every time it's like, where was this while you were actually in it? You know? It's like, well, wow, it I wasn't like, writing a book then. <laughs> I'm writing a book now.
1: He's like, well, I had, I had to people had to stay in government to try to keep the ultimate bad things that happened. But one of the examples you gave was that Trump wanted to deploy the 82nd Airborne to battle BLM protesters in D.C. in June of 2020. And in Esper's compromise position was to deploy a National Guard element of the 82nd Airborne, like to the outskirts of D.C. It's not like you actually you didn't stop and jack shit, but you also gave a press conference with Trump where he's Uh, completely tongued his asshole, uh, real deep in the middle of that. Um, but one of the, one of the funny ones was Trump's big complaint about the Navy was that our boats are ugly. He wanted to get newer, cooler looking boats. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like maybe something with my name emblazoned across the top of the, yeah. uh, Some gold fringe.
1: That'd be good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, gold destroyers. That's what we need to focus on.
1: Yeah. He also pitched Asper on the idea of shooting cruise missiles into uh, Mexico to blow up some cartel headquarters or something. Uh, tr- Trump's image of how the drug business works is interesting, but uh, I guess he thought there was like a big drug factory. If we just bombed that, there wouldn't be any more drugs. And, uh, but he was, so we thought we could get away with it because we just say it wasn't us, which is always like the, mm-hmm. the shaggy defense, baby. It's undefeated. Right. Um, <laughs> the, another funny thing came out of this is like, uh, one, the previous Secretary of Defense under Trump, William Cohen, uh, said he believed everything in Mark in, in Esper's book, and he relayed this conversation they had, where an advisor said, "Mr. President, you can't do that." Trump, why not? Uh, advisor, it's illegal. Trump, so what? Advisor, you could be prosecuted. Trump, by whom? Now, people are like, "LOL, Trump's stupid," but like, whether you think mm-hmm. that's Trump being stupid or Trump being smart is like yeah. a. Fun prism with which just see how you need to see the next 20 years playing out. I don't know I if I'd call it. Than-
0: <laughs> right. I don't know if I would necessarily call it like him being smart, but like, you know, show me the lie, I guess. Like when yeah. I read that and I was like, I mean, answer the question. <laughs> Who is going to prosecute him? Like it's been proven to be pretty true so far. It's not like he refrained from breaking laws while in office. But, you know, ain't nobody come for him yet. So feel yeah, like that's not, not that outlandish of a quote, really.
1: Yeah, he's got a fifty-year run as a criminal going with no prosecution. So I like I, he's a he's a tremendously better, way better understanding of how power works in America than uh, all the people who are trying to stop him. Which is probably the reason why, even though he's incredibly stupid, he keeps running laps around them. But uh, speaking of being stupid, this story came out today where Trump repeatedly asked people in the, through the entire of his presidency if China had a weapon which would create hurricanes and throw them at the, throw them at America. And if so, is it an acts of war and can we retaliate?
0: <laughs> I wonder if there's so. some people in Trump's inner circle that are sitting there like, so wait, are we saying that China's working with the gays now? Like, is that what's going on? Like, are they getting a bunch of gay people together in the room making them have sex? And that, you know, because everybody knows that's where hurricanes come from, right? Yeah. And then they've developed yeah. some kind of technology to deploy the hurricane <laughs> in our direction. That's the missing piece here. We got yeah. the gay sex hurricane, question mark, weaponized hurricane. And the, you, Trump's got like a vision board li- outlining all this.
1: <laughs> you know, like when special when our special ops guys like help with like targeting with, with uh, laser guided missiles, they like will sneak into a place and then shoot the laser at it, so the bomb knows exactly what to hit. China right. does that, except they just have gay operatives sneak into where major cities, so then the hurricanes go after
0: them. Mm-hmm. Right? right. Yeah. The laser yeah. Yeah. A so big Chinese black op have a big uh, gay orgy in Miami or something. Next thing you know, here comes a hurricane. Can't stop that. Although he did have an idea for stopping the hurricanes, right?
1: Yeah, he wanted to nuke them. He nuke to the Why
0: not? Why yeah. wouldn't that work? Yeah. You just explode Dump. a hurricane. Ain't Dude, no hurricane he, no more.
1: Even just the hurricane-based dumbassery of his presidency? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's right. just like it's not just the the China's throwing hurricanes at us. Uh, we got to nuke the hurricanes, and also hurricanes going to hit Alabama. And the National Weather Service goes, "No, they're not." So he redrew the map with this with a sharpie, sharpie, sharpie and gap, then that caused yeah. that that caused an IG report where they investigated and found the Trump administration was pressuring the National Weather Service to alter the course of the hurricane on paper, <laughs> so he would retroactively <laughs> be right. And
0: right. it's just like,
1: what the oh god. Right, like you said,
0: like, literally just the hurricane-related aspects of his administration would amount to, like, the full course of dumbassery from most presidential administrations, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? In terms of really stupid shit to come out of an administration, he, you know, he covers most people's quota just (laughs) with his hurricane stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty wild. All right. Well, let's get into it, I'm probably going to do this a couple of times throughout the show, because I know people come and go. I had eye surgery. I'm not just being super cool. That's why I got sunglasses on. uh, Let's get into the show, though. Producer Matt is with us, as always. This is Weekly Skews. I want to remind you of a couple of things. Naturally, number one, if you're vaccinated and want to see me live, you can go to... TreyCrowder.com. Uh, i'm doing some solo shows this summer gonna be around ohio upstate new york uh, iowa arkansas we got some new dates getting posted too so go to TreyCrowder.com, check it out and come and see me we'll have a good time secondly if you enjoy this here show and you'd like to show your support you can do so by signing up on patreon five dollars a month get full length bonus episodes like the one we did last week on big data selling your info to the lord we're going to do some more apps this week too we're having fun with it we hope you'll join us you go to weekly skews.com slash more or patreon.com slash my name just look me up on patreon either way works five dollars a month get some more skews in your life and show us your support in the process we would appreciate it now As for tonight's episode, we are one week removed from the earth-shattering Supreme Court leak foretelling the end of Roe v. Wade. And not much has happened since then, really. It's been pretty quiet on that front. No, I'm kidding. Everything is on fire. Uh, The GOP lawmakers around the country have completely lost their minds in the wake of that news. They're doing their best to ruin the lives of women everywhere. We'll get into the details a little bit later. But first, as always, we begin with the Daily Dumbass. Matt, graphic, please. Speaking of everything being on fire, our DD tonight is anybody who thought Emperor Nero was the only one who knew how to get down while civilization burned.
1: My friend,
0: Doctor, I That not it, Matt. <laughs> we'll get to that one in a minute. We got to get the uh, get to him. Uh, you know, dancing a jig. Hell, now I spoiled it. It's all right. Yeah. It's still it's still goofy. You'll see when Matt gets it up there. Um. Where, where, yeah, here we go. There it is. Look at him moves. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> Doesn't that just make you feel good? Feel patriotic. It's fun. It's so funny me anytime I see stuff like that, knowing that there are people in that crowd who lit genuinely in their minds, they're like, God, he is so fucking cool. Yeah, it's you know? like
1: when, uh, uh, it's like when, uh, you know, when you go when you go to the Skinner concert, they finally get to Freebird.
0: Yeah, know? Elvis shakes his hips, man, for, for these uh, people. It's literally like that, which is wild to think about.
1: Get ready to play that other dancing video, Matt, because, uh, I want to show you this, because, like, this is like, one, you're like, what, well, didn't Trump usually dance to YMCA? Yes, he always has before. He, that's a, that's the Sam and Dave I'm coming. And to me, that's, uh, revelatory because like trump's running in 2024 but he hasn't officially announced it because when you officially announce it kicks in a bunch of extra campaign finance reporting and oversight and people check it up on your money doesn't really hit for donald trump so instead he just uh, alludes to the fact he might run and plays a song that says i'm coming and then but anyway so this same dance this is a new stanky leg here we go
0: for like granny to hit him in the head. i know I, yeah <laughs> that's like oxygen tank mask thrown at the stage stuff like that <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh god but, but, but uh, is any of that i've today. heard
0: that before i've heard people say you know the whole campaign finance thing and it totally mm-hmm. makes sense is any of that like in any way retroactive or anything or i mean because why wouldn't you just i mean why wouldn't you just do i mean if you're him i get with most people you got to start a campaign as early as possible, I guess. But if you're him, I mean, why, why wouldn't you just wait until yeah. the very last minute, just do whatever you want with all that money.
1: I think mean, again, it's illegal. So what? Who's going right. to, pro- you could be prosecuted by who? <laughs> so like a campaign finance laws are completely unenforced anyway. Like the worst that happens to somebody is we have to pay back a little. If you're a nobody congressman, sometimes you get hit with a federal investigation, but like for the most part, you just do whatever you want. I mean, Supreme court legalized bribery essentially. Uh, one of the reasons our politics are going is completely insane is because billionaires are allowed to, allowed to buy the entirety of our public discourse because they uh, can't uh, stuff like Citizens United. And they right. uh, a few deranged billionaires are doing the country insane. Um, so that's that's just where we're at. Um, that first video of Trump dancing was at a rally he had in Pennsylvania uh, for a bunch of candidates. Um, in the middle of a torrent, torrential, torrential downpour, where the, the whole audience was up to their knees in mud and couldn't make their way out at the end of the night, but in the meantime, they were like treated Woodstock,
0: to Woodstock, dude. I'm telling yeah. you, they're down there. But
1: even though Dr. Oz has gotten the coveted Trump endorsement, it doesn't seem to have actually uh, helped much. Uh, check out this reception he got.
0: <laughs> My friend Dr. Mehmet Oz. He's a great man. <laughs>
1: They fucking hate that dude. He got he got booed the whole time. He would like even when he would do like he did he did his uh, stump speech where he's like, "We gotta keep the borders." He used the word "clean" if he couldn't remember the word for "closed" or "strong," and he would they would go, "Yeah, we agree with that premise." Boo! We gotta you know stop. We gotta uh, save the Second Amendment. Yeah, boo! Like to the point, then boo him personally. <laughs> it's uh, this is so humiliating for these dudes. I, I honestly don't know why. Uh, I, I keep waiting for Oprah to like ether him, but uh, she, I guess, she's just sitting it out. Um, the, the oh, let me show, actually, I talked about him. Show, show the next video of Dr. Oz, Matt, the one of him actually trying to talk to this crowd. And though I just sort of spoiled it.
0: Face and we'll fight back. Are you going to fight China? Yeah. Will you fight for our kids in our schools? Yeah. You gotta
1: fight back to keep our borders. Clean. You gotta <laughs> fight right. back to <laughs> <laughs> Fight back to keep our borders clean. Yeah. This guy talking about borders,
0: good and the kids smart and all yeah. that.
1: If he was talking about how to sell, uh, you know, magic powder that cures cancer, he'd be right in his wheelhouse. I know, so I, yeah. dude. I
0: was about to say it's like I kind of find this sort of weird because he's been a television personality for mm-hmm. a long fucking time. Like you wouldn't think this would be the part of it that is a problem for him but evidently mm-hmm. it's like you said I guess you just get outside of like miracle weight loss cures or whatever and he you know he starts to lose it a little bit I don't know but yeah, yeah. I it found that kind of odd
1: The uh, he doesn't want to talk to these people and a good way to, to, to talk about that let's look at this campaign ad he made about, uh, this, about guns in the second amendment because it's yeah it's edifying
0: <laughs> my father taught me how to handle my first gun I taught my son Oliver how to do the same. I've been shooting and hunting my whole life. So when people say I won't
1: support guns, they're dead wrong. Boom! Watch this.
0: Mm-hmm. Nailed it.
1: All right. Other conservatives know that I'm strong. <laughs> Great right shot. So, one, I've never met anybody who shot ski. Uh, to my knowledge, it's not actual red like common redneck gun activity. It's more of a rich guy with a like, country estate activity,
0: right? Uh, that's you definitely. Know. I mean, my experience. You know, I'm from a redneck as hell place where people love guns and hunting and stuff like that. Matt said it's big in Iowa. I remember in South Dakota, Christy oh, right. Nome had her own skeet shooting video. But I in ten, in the part of Tennessee where I'm from, I I never knew anybody to shoot skeet either. It was you know. Yeah. Beer bottles maybe I'm wrong about shoot. that. Maybe <laughs> beer maybe. bottles and deer from the highway and stuff like that, you know, is what what we were shooting. I mean, um, skeet
1: seems expensive to me. Like, like our version of that would be filling up a 22 gallon jug of water and shooting and watching it blow up, you know. Right. Um uh, but yeah, the that's funny what's part, up. when he shot the skeet, you can tell it wasn't him shooting the skeet because they not to the do the uh but they did the cutaway. So you right. saw him shoot, then you cut to another shot of the skeet being shot. Right. It's like 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 an air bud, when you see the dog hit the basketball, then it cuts away, and you see it go in the basket. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, there's no reason to do that. Like, they would yeah. absolutely want the shot of him shooting it if yeah. they had it, you know? So, th- cutting away like that, it, there's only one answer for that, you know?
1: Yeah. Dr. He Stray, can't Dr. shoot Dr. Dr. for C.
0: shit, C. Mark.
1: Yeah, <laughs> That campaign is going to get really ugly because, uh, like, they, there's some polling data come out today that, like, since March, Oz has only gone up two percent from twenty to twenty-two. Meanwhile, this uh, woman named Barnett, who's the most MAGA-y candidate in there, surged from nine, nine to nineteen. She's the authentic, real deal. She's not a faker like us. She's absolutely crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I'm, I'm if I was if I was a I, her, her comeback. This is like. What's the name of that that uh, that rich? What's the name of the the horseman over the, the horse mode weekend? I want a Kentucky Derby from like uh, ten places back in the final stretch.
0: Rich, rich strike? strike,
1: yeah, she's the rich strike of this race. I think is what's happening.
0: Ooh, look uh-huh. out! That means somebody's gonna punch her in the face after she wins. Yeah, anybody, but it's anybody that didn't watch the Kentucky Derby. The horse that won was a huge long shot and then got punched in the face by his trainer afterwards because he wouldn't stop trying to bite other horses. It was a wild scene. Uh, there, yeah, he, was, I, I he was hyped it. up,
1: he was talking shit. He was <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, Fuck you with a horse, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the uh, but this, this campaign is gonna get really ugly and gross because uh, people seem to think Oz is a chance, so uh, they discovered he's Muslim. Um right. and uh, I guess he has dual citizenship in Turkey, so there's a lot of, lots of stuff being thrown around by him being a threat to the national security and shit. Just cause he voted in a Turkish election uh fairly recently or something. So yeah, that's where we're at right now. Uh yeah.
0: All right. Well, what do we got for honorable mentions here? Let's see Doctor Strange too for only being the second biggest blockbuster to come out in America this week. Mm-hmm. That's right, in case you missed it. Big news from Dinesh D'Souza, who's cinematic uh a uh, bombshell he dropped if you got that matt talking about 2000 mules yeah do we do we have it this video is a guy is a. so i got to see this yeah. movie 2000 mules down here in palm beach and i left disgusted that something like this can happen in america
1: smoking gun proof is what dinesh d'Souza and true the vote found of election fraud so here is my message to any law enforcement officer federal agent that is working in Georgia, Wisconsin, Michigan, Arizona, Pennsylvania. You watch this movie and then you ask yourselves, how do we not investigate? All it takes <laughs> is one law enforcement officer or federal agent to say, I'm going to look into this and prove what Dinesh D'Souza proved privately. All right. So I got to see this, this movie. Guy- too. This is absolutely like the best indicator of, of who actually runs our country is you got an angry guy with his shirt off. He's a rich dude. He's over tanned, uh, feeling oppressed and demanding that the cops overthrow the government in Georgia because he's mad at a movie he saw. This movie called 2000 Mules, uh, Dinesh Souza made it on a shoestring budget, of course, because he doesn't have any money. But it made, it's made a million dollars. It's streaming on some like right wing sake, uh, streaming a rumble, I think. Um, a bunch of people are watching this movie and get really into it. It doesn't prove anything. He looks at a bunch of GPS data from, like, poll workers' phones that he can't understand. And then he has, like, surveillance video of people in the offices counting the ballots moving paper around. That's it. <laughs> That's what's in this. But uh, Right. And big- it's also
0: funny. This dude calling on... Uh- cops to go rogue he actually says the word go rogue at some point Mm -hmm. and like investigate this in wisconsin and georgia and it's funny to think of like a QAnon cop in wisconsin or something deciding i'm gonna be the one who breaks this whole thing wide open you know and then he just like dicks around on 8chan for two weeks and fucking gets a little crazier and maybe makes a cork board with some red string in his basement or something like that but i don't feel like he's uh you know it ain't gonna be woodward and bernstein uh with with this outfit also, there's nothing there. It's not true. So it can be pretty hard to break it open considering it didn't happen. But, you know, I never stopped them from trying.
1: They are like the thing is, like, they're so good at manufacturing bullshit. If they could find a scintilla of anything, it would be a huge story for the rest right. of their lives. But they can't they can't even find a thing to hang a thing on. <laughs> Right, You know, but it's like th- this is completely divided into normal shitmongers. They had a big movie screening. Every All the luminaries were there. Marjorie Taylor Greene flew down to Mor-Lago. Uh, uh, everybody, every right-wing, uh, talk personality was there, every crazy congressperson. Uh, Trump pretended to watch it, then read a review that he, <laughs> if you get the video of Trump talking about it, because he just read off a piece of paper, I bet you didn't even watch the movie. He left the room on that.
0: Yep, there we go. He's got it. I can see what he's got going on over here. I got back. I got back behind the scenes. Uh, so the evidence of this documentary demands immediate action from federal, state and local law enforcement. He, yeah. All right.
1: Yep. Yeah. So you feel the energy. He definitely believes everything he's saying. So, uh, so, but is D'Souza, mad because Tucker Carlson won't talk about his documentary, and neither will. Newsmax isn't covered. He's been, he's been tweeting at Newsmax, like, beefing with them. They're airing his ads that he pay, pays for. It. They just won't do news coverage about it. And the reason these places won't cover it is very straightforward. It's that they're all already being sued for this shit, right. and they don't want to be sued anymore.
0: Right, uh, because but- they know that it's not true or real like they're mm-hmm. you know so they will be opening themselves up to a lawsuit so they mm-hmm. can't do it but he ain't having it though he's not happy about it Dinesh. yeah this
1: this is a story from this week uh one one american news it finally admits no widespread voter fraud after settling de- a defamation suit they were sued by these two women who are election workers who got named by one america and consequently got a bunch of death threats and harassment and uh the the uh yeah, there's the story, story. from the Daily Beast about him promoting um, uh, Dinesh being mad at Tucker Carlson. The uh, so, but so one American news had to run <laughs> instead of covering this, they had to run a thirty second uh, announcement saying we're full of shit, we lied. There was no election fraud. That's one of the things the Lady got in their suit, which is really funny to me. And so that's what Tucker and Newsmax are trying to avoid is having to do that because it would puncture not not that anything punctures their bubble, but it might actually have some impact uh yeah so that's the state of those dipshits uh i can't this is this is gonna staff the second trump administration is all these people
0: uh-huh <laughs> yeah they like only get crazier you know mm-hmm. um and it's uh super alarming speaking of which matt if you could pull up that uh that campaign ad from this uh q candidate in is yeah. ohio is it ohio yeah
1: jr yeah. majewski.
0: majewski uh we
1: talked this is a guy we talked about on Friday. He just won the primary, the Republican primary. On the
0: uh, Patreon yeah. episode?
1: Yeah, he's a he's a huge Q supporter, and his claim to fame was painting a, his 19,000-foot yard uh, into a Trump Q sign uh, before the election in 2020. And that qualifies
0: and you for Congress, baby. <laughs>
1: the, for context here, this guy said, no, I actually don't believe in Q. I never believed any of it. What are you guys talking about? I don't even know what Q is. I'm not crazy. I promise I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. Here's his first campaign.
0: Their agenda is bringing America to its knees, and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to return this country back to its former glory. And if I gotta kick down doors, well, that's just what patriots do. When I'm elected, I won't bow to establishment pawns or power. What does he actually say? I know. I will hold my own. And demand that once again, America talking, stands Mark. independent and yeah. strong Tuckling. like the country that I fought for. Kicking down doors. Knocking Patriots, signs the, of the cowardice ends with us. It's time to restore American dominance.
1: So he's just wandering around an abandoned warehouse. And if mm-hmm. there's any meaning there, he knocks the closed sign off. I can't tell if he's going to say I'm going to reopen the factory. I know. Whether he's saying I'm going to let me link businesses stay open during the next pandemic. I can't really tell what... <laughs>
0: Yeah, Which who is the historical. hell knows? But yeah, yeah. it's like, every, I don't know, I'm sure it wasn't the first one, but I swear ever since fucking Dan Crenshaw went like full Avengers with that one mm-hmm. campaign ad of his where he jumps out of a plane and all this shit. I yeah. feel like they always think they got to do, you know, it's always got to be some like fucking SWAT team, uh, $5 Ben action movie type shit they're trying to do in their, uh, in their ads. Because, you know, of course, you got to have a gun. You can't have an ad without a gun. And if you're going to have a gun, you might as well have some smoke effects and, you know, kick some doors open or blow some shit up or knock some stuff down or whatever, because otherwise, mm-hmm. what's the point, you know? Yeah.
1: You just got to like all these people would do anything to survive the apocalypse except go for a run.
0: Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, I like that. All right. Tell you what I don't <laughs> like, though. Uh, all the, uh, the fallout so far from the big Supreme Court. Uh, pending Supreme Court decision from the leak last week about uh, Roe v. Wade being in serious jeopardy since that's happened. Uh, Republican lawmakers around the country have taken a very uncharacteristic step for them. Uh, They've been working a lot. They've been, like, trying to do stuff, which is way, way out of character. Uh, But, you know, they're motivated, Mark. They're motivated by the opportunity to pass some truly draconian laws restricting the rights of women, and they're all over it, huh?
1: Yeah, but that's not the big deal, Trey. The big deal is that people are protesting it, and that cannot stand. Oh,
0: you're right. I'm sorry.
1: So uh, that's the, the the you're right. The right the right ring won a 50 year battle, and instead of being like, "We did it, guys!" High five. It's no. We are still the victims, and we cannot. Meanwhile, the Democrats' response has been like, "You know what? You're right. You are the victims. Let's yell at our own protesters." Right. <laughs> and, and so it's manifested in this completely horseshit story that dominated the news the last two days about people standing in front of Brick Kavanaugh's house. And you hit this play on this, man.
0: This was enough to force Justice Alito and his entire family into hiding. <laughs> They've moved now to an undisclosed location. An- You'll
1: be shocked, Trey, that that
0: did not happen.
1: Mm. Uh, what happened was uh, uh, some commentator was on Fox News said she heard that. The story went mega viral. Somebody went back back and asked her where she got the information from, and she said, "I don't know. I just heard it somewhere. I can't remember where. Maybe I read it on Twitter." And in the state response of journalism,
0: this, baby, the journalism at all time high in this country. I tell you what, like, yeah, look at the, literally the headline. So there are unconfirmed reports that a Supreme Court justice had to flee his home in light of the draft Roe v. Wade opinion. The source can't remember where he heard it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I don't, I don't know. I feel like somebody said it. Point yeah. at some other guys like, hey, Rick, you heard that, right? Yeah, see, he heard it. Everybody heard it. You yeah. know, just stuff I people saw, are saying.
1: I saw footage from the actual uh, protest in front of Kavanaugh's house. One thing people want to talk about, these are people who live in Kavanaugh's neighborhood. These aren't like outside outside Antifa agitators coming in. There's a bunch of Kavanaugh's neighbors like sitting in lawn chairs in front of his house holding signs and having wine and cheese.
0: Mm-hmm. This
1: is what's happening. and
0: The horror. <laughs>
1: In response to that, the right spins as death threats, and then you immediately have every Democratic leader in the planet, uh, it, it's out of a few sensible ones, passing laws to give more security to the Supreme Court. They, they, they Literally, the same day, uh, unanimous consent, gave them all paid security. I think the House left to pass it. Uh, 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 the White House condemned protesters because they, they think they could turn violent. It's like, well, based on, like, what are you talking about here? I and feel like also- it's because
0: all these motherfuckers on both sides are so, like, uh, both fearful and disgusted of the people they represent or work for, you know what I mean? Like, they're that they're, like it's of utmost importance, it's a bipartisan issue, that they are protected from having to interact with us at, at all costs, you know, because yeah. that's just completely outside the pale, you know for them to Here's have to that
1: do a, that. Um, yeah. They, by the, I'm the first person to raise this point, but by the Supreme Court itself overturned a law that forbade protesting at uh, the houses of abortion providers six to three, like 25 years ago. So like the Supreme Court says you can protest at people's houses and then people come protest their their house and go, oh, wait, no, not like that. And right. and, and, and they also like somebody dug up, they said this is against federal law and dug up this obscure federal statute that says you can't protest uh, uh, judges. And you go and look where it came from. It's from 1950. It was a package of laws designed to persecute communists. The law also gave the president authority to round up communists. It said every communist had to register with the government. Um, Truman refused to sign it because it was, was so over the top, but they, they, uh, they beat the veto. And it was resultantly struck down largely by the courts. And it was so oppressive that it was... Uh, they, uh, Richard Nixon signed a law repealing the bulk of it after the government had built four... Concentration camps for communists. <laughs> Thankfully, never put anybody in there. I feel like my ass would end up in there. Um, oh, for
0: sure. Yeah, we'd be destined for some kind of gulag. I, yeah, don't, you know, don't count it out, Mark. All right, there's still time. <laughs> yeah, we could end up in the gulag yet, buddy. Yeah, just give it a little while longer. But this
1: upside down freakout, like, got to such an extent that Susan fucking Collins, Republican senator from Maine called the cops because someone used wash the chalky drawn sidewalks
0: mm-hmm.
1: they wrote a message that said uh, Susan please sign the women's Health Protection Act undo your mess and she called she called the police on that and the thing <laughs> said look at that <laughs> It said, please, oh. it said, so, please, and referred to legislation. And she called the cops and the cops came and got away, took out a hose and washed it off. Like this is like
0: elementary school Antifa uh, operation out here. Yeah. Like <laughs> like really that is good. the most uh, innocuous form of protest or whatever I could. And that's what I'm saying about how they feel like they, they should be protected from having to interact with their constituents or deal with them in any way, because there's really no more polite way <laughs> <laughs> to get a message across to a lawmaker than to draw a, you know, a cutesy chalk drawing that's worded politely and says, please, would you please consider this? And it's not paint you. Like you said, you could wash it right off. And she immediately, she's like, call my security, get the police over here. And then, you know, Fox knows death threats outside Susan Collins's home. It's fucking, it's ridiculous, man.
1: There was a, after the ruling came out, there was a protest, uh, protest here in LA. Um, and uh, cops, of course, showed up and cracked a bunch of fucking heads. The Department of Homeland yes. Security was I know. there. Why the Department of Homeland Security is policing a domestic protest in Los Angeles that's very peaceful about abortion rights? I don't know. But then also, that's how the cops treat you if you want rights. If you're a U.S. senator, the cops will come into your house and wash your driveway.
0: <laughs> right. Right. I saw that clip you're talking about that was in LA and I, I didn't even realize that the Department of Homeland Security had like black and whites like that, like squad cars like that, you know, that could just roll up in the middle of LA in a protest and get out just looking mm-hmm. like regular cops. I thought that was wild. I guess it was because they were in front of like some federal building or something, but either way, yeah, they get out and immediately start showing their ass. The cops did. I mean, imagine yeah. that, but Yeah.
1: Yeah, and this is the party that uh, cares about doing this because they care so much about women. They care so much about, uh, about babies. Um, and here's an interview, by the way. We're going to get into the uh, you know, the nitty-gritty of the policy stuff in a second. But just if, if you want to believe these people believe anything they're saying, watch this, this interview clip real quick. This is a, 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 a gubernatorial candidate for Colorado.
0: You are pro-life without exceptions for rape and incest and life or health of the mother. Additionally, in 1993, you were arrested for violently assaulting your then-pregnant wife. Some people might see those two things at odds, but they both involve you exerting control over a woman's body. Is that what Coloradans want from their governor?
1: Well, first of all, it wasn't a violent situation. If you you go back and look... You were arrested for assault. (laughs) We were both arrested for assault. Not all right <laughs> so it, it wasn't like i beat up a pregnant lady i was in a fist fight with a pregnant
0: yeah lady. right she got some good <laughs> licks in okay you weren't there what was i supposed to do not punch her back come on yeah this is america yeah he right after this he goes on to say uh listen listen there was only one perfect man that ever lived, and we nailed him to the cross, okay? I am not a perfect man just playing the Jesus card, uh, assaulting his pregnant wife. Uh, Who amongst
1: us uh, hasn't punched a pregnant woman in the ribs, Trey? Only Jesus.
0: Sure. Um, Jesus is the only one who's never done that.
1: <laughs> I, I feel like we find at least one of these guys every week, but like, here's another one. This guy just won a party, a, a pr- party primary in Indiana. Man, a guy, man accused of killing his wife wins GOP primary from jail. Look at that that. one. It's fucking primary. He was, the story's even worse than that. He was accused of killing his cancer stricken wife as she was trying to divorce him. Uh, he will be on the ballot in November if he's not convicted. what happened was in last March, they got a domestic dispute and he hit her in the head with a concrete flower pot and then dumped her body in a Creek. Uh, Make America okay to hit women the have a flower pots again, I guess, and also say babies, uh, oh God, I, this is fucking people
0: it dude, it's one of the things I just feel like again sometimes some of these things feel made up, they're so on the note, you know what I mean that they're literally oh. electing people <laughs> from prison for uh violently you know for literally murdering a woman, you know it's uh one of those you couldn't write it type of things because of how fucking insane it is,
1: yeah. One reason I want to tell you guys about this stuff is like they'll, they'll be like, oh, well, there's a few bad apples, right? But it's not like the whole party's misogynist, and that why, that's why they're doing it. Uh, I'm here to tell you the whole party's fucking misogynist. There's uh, a, here's a rundown of some shit that happened in the last Remember, the, the, the opinion hasn't even been released yet, right? It's not a law. the Arizona, Arizona GOP candidate wants to ban condoms in all 50 states. Uh, this guy, um, Blake Masters, uh, who's a Peter Thiel puppet? We'll get to and to that in a second. Uh, he wants Griswold v. Connecticut overturned. That's that's all we talked about before. That says married people can use contraception. He's not the only one. We'll get to those in a second too. Uh, he's only oh, he wants to all fe- federal judges that understand that Griswold rogue Griswold and Casey were only decided. There's no constitutional right to abortion. Um, he uh, he's the f- he was the first to come out and say he wanted to ban contraception, but he's not. He hasn't been the last. And this hey. happened after. Sorry,
0: I just I'm from the Bible Belt, you know, and like the fucking rural, a very rural part of the Bible Belt. And like I can remember because there were some families like being so hardcore religious that you were anti contraception, like that sex was only meant for making a baby and nothing else. Like if you every time you had sex, you had to be prepared to have a baby because that's what sex was for. That was considered like fringe shit even among the other Jesus people where I grew up, you know what I mean? Cause there were like, there were a couple of families that were like that and people talked about it, you know, (laughs) it's like, yeah, they're fucking, yeah, they're pretty hardcore cause they think this, like, I just, I can't imagine what abortion. Sure. When you're talking about hardcore Christians, but like this shit is just, it just seems so extreme to me, even for these people. You know, it's and look, man, it, condoms, you know, we all hate condoms. Sure, of course we do. But yeah, like, condoms do hit. No, they don't <laughs> hit. But look, you got to have them, and I feel like yeah. most people agree with that. Like, it cannot be a very high percentage of people who would but, be on board with this, I wouldn't think.
1: Well, I mean, Trey, I, I spent uh, years on the road doing stand-up. it went for condoms, i would be dead five times over. There but you go. The, uh, but, like, the, the funny thing about this, well, by the way, before, even – birth control is used for a lot of shit besides birth control. I'm not just right. talking about making balloons and co- economies into the balloon, water balloons. But <laughs> I mean like, like birth control pills shouldn't be called birth control. Right, that's like that's like the last thing it, the least least common purpose for it. I mean, sure, you want to be able to have sex and not get pregnant, but also thirteen year olds don't start, ta- start start taking it because they're having a bunch of sex. It's because it helps to regulate their hormones, keeps they keeps periods from being so painful, it keeps kids from having cysts, it makes women's titties hurt less when they're <laughs> when they're just like, it's like it has a bunch of other effects. It's just like the, it's only called birth control because a man named it. It's like oh, we get the jizzing now. Okay, that's mm-hmm. that's it. That's the name of it. Um. If you want to like the funny part about this is like the Republican National Senate Senate Committee uh, put out a statement saying it's a lie that we want to ban birth control. No, no response from Republicans. Do not wants to take away contraception. He immediately goes, "Nope, I want to take away contraception." Uh, As far as who he is personally, Peter Thiel, the same right wing Silicon Valley psycho who you know. Injects himself with the blood of young people to stay young. That's true. Um, also bankrolled uh, J.D. Vance's campaign. He's given $10 million to Blake Masters. Uh, we're going to talk about Peter Thiel again in a, l- a few minutes about something different. Um, Masters is challenging, uh, trying to challenge Democrat Mark Kelly. Fun Blake Masters factoid. He also raised another $600,000 selling NFTs. Um, Mc- Mitch McConnell. So... Also not getting a memo about contraception, Marcia Blackburn, uh, she spent a ton of time during the Ketanji Brown-Jackson hearing talking about uh, uh, overturning Griswold. And she seems to mean it, even though she's trying to subtly backtrack. But no, uh, she sucks. And here's a video of Tate Reeves on a Sunday show. Uh, this is Mississippi's governor, where he uh, sort of fudges around, but doesn't say he wouldn't sign a bill to outlaw birth control.
0: Uh, Maybe he doesn't have that. No, I think he's pulling it up, and then it's going to be just me and you, Mark, producer okay. management. To have to leave us after just this.
1: Said that you believe life be- begins at conception. If there is legislation brought to you to
0: ban contraception, um, would you sign it? Well, I don't think that's going to happen in Mississippi. I'm sure they'll have those conversations in, in other states. But you're not states, answering but, the question. Uh, as is always the case with things. Well, that's always the case. There, there's yeah, uh, you can cut uh, it out.
1: You know, yeah, he's not answering the question. Do you, do you want, would you sign a bill if it came to you? Well, I don't know. I don't think it's going to come to me. Well, will you, but it's, it's not the fucking question. That's not yeah. the question. Uh, um, Asa Hutch- sorry.
0: Marsha Blackburn. I, I saw in, in a tweet about her deal with it, um, that she, uh, she, she opposed, she opposed, um, contraception for everybody except for married couples. Did you read that? Is that accurate? Because like, that's particularly crazy to me and my like to me it's like yeah you know everybody but teenagers will you know we can like uh teenagers in particular do not need access to birth control you know because it's like and i feel like part of the rationale for them is uh uh like well because then they don't need to be having sex at all you know like why do they need birth control when they shouldn't be having sex you know abstinence only education or whatever but you know, anybody, you, you know, you'd sooner lasso the moon than keep teenagers from parking each other. It's just what they do. Mm-hmm. And uh, restricting access to birth control. Again, I went to school in the Bible Belt. I remember in like like high school getting told, like, you know, you go to the health department, they'll give you a bag of condoms for free. And everybody was like, what? You know, and that was, and everybody was like, that's what I'm talking about. Even those of you know, even if you didn't need them, you're like, yeah, I want a bag of condoms. That's cool. You know, and like, I just can't imagine purposefully you know eliminating all that and fucking mm-hmm. just having these kids out there just just getting down uh with no kind of um protections in place whatsoever you know i just can't imagine how that could possibly ever be a bad idea mark
1: yeah um i, I was kidding you track of like Asa Hutchinson was on another, the Arkansas's governor was on another uh, morning, morning show on Sunday and being questioned about this uh, 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 pro-life stuff. And he said, was asked because Arkansas does not have a car valve in their anti-abortion bills for rape and incest. And he was like, the, the furthest left would he that he would go is to say he would consider uh, signing a, 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 an update to the law that allowed abortion for rape and incest. <laughs> That's like he would consider it. He's, he feels in his hearts for those people, but like J.D. Vance said, it's God's will that you were raped. So you have to bear. It. Essentially, it's bad luck for the woman. That it's bad the woman got raped, but you still got to carry the kid. To that
0: that's another thing. I can remember like we'd have like debate in in high school every now and then on like hot button issues, or whatever. We get taught some of these types of issues. And I can remember. Maybe I'm crazy. You tell me if you remember it differently. But I feel like back then, whenever I learned about the abortion debate and and the whole conversation and what was going on with it, I felt like it was it was almost a given that it was like, you know, some people think abortion is wrong, except for rape, incest, and when it endangers the life of the mother. Like I mm-hmm. I, and my, I remember those three things being like, listen, we all kind of agree that. You know, in these extreme cases, it's necessary. The conversation is about all the other times. And, but that's just, they're not even, they're not doing that anymore. They're literally like, no, I, you know, if you get raped, not only are you shit out of luck, we'll sue your ass if you're trying to do anything about it. And it's just like, it's, it's like they're not, it's not like, even just rolling back the clock, I guess is what I'm saying. It's like they it's it's worse. Like they it's yes. it's going it's going too far, you know, beyond the opposite direction. Like it's worse than what yeah. I thought the alternative would have been, you know, oh, if I'd have known yeah. this was gonna happen fifteen years ago or whatever.
1: There's a, a piece in in Slate from like a month or two ago. The the headline was literally, "We're not going back to before Roe. We're going, we're headed somewhere worse." And the thesis of the piece, and this this is again, this is months ago, so it, it didn't even know the full reality. Was that when you combine, like like even when abortion was illegal, it, it, the restrictions were subject to providers. Right, women didn't get thrown in prison for the most part. That wasn't that was, that wasn't what happened. The, this, these bills are throwing women in prison. Right. Um, and uh, like it, literally it, it's
0: already literally happened. Right. Was it Oklahoma? Yeah. A, a woman in Oklahoma had a miscarriage yeah. and uh, she had also done drugs and uh-huh. they used that to charge her with manslaughter or something yeah. like. Yeah. yeah she's so, I mean, it's already a, happening.
1: She's one of like somebody found they found 16 women in the past few years. I think they were imprisoned for having miscarriages under those states' uh, uh, abortion laws. Because the thing is, like, okay, you're you're like, okay, well, you shouldn't do drugs when you're pregnant. Okay, sure. But like, if you think these, I know that the thing is, like, well, if you're white, you're probably fine. And we know this works in America. That may or that that may very well be true. This woman happened uh, happened to not be white. But like, anything you do that ends your pregnancy what if you most doctors say you can have like half a glass of wine every now and then when you're pregnant what if you have a miscarriage after that a prosecutor can throw you in prison right what if you i don't know work out slightly too hard and then ha- coincidentally have a miscarriage can you prove that 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 you riding your peloton didn't cause your miscarriage because you can mm-hmm. be on the hook for that yeah. um this is this is just one another reason you don't want to uh you know put a put the government between the person and their fucking doctor because the, the government's not qualified to make these decisions um and going back to the the rape thing i, I wanted to point out i saw this number i had no idea that it was this high but it, the best guess is thirty two thousand pregnancies a year in america are part of the product of rape so this is a lot of women who are, who are being who are being sentenced by the government to be punished for the crimes of their attacker um nationally, let's just go state by state for a second real quick, because it's a long list of shit that's just happened in the last few days. We talked about Arizona and Tennessee. Uh, We didn't mention this, but uh, Mitch McConnell floated killing the filibuster to pass a national uh, uh, heartbeat bill uh
0: what Mr. happened to fucking state rights you know what i mean i thought that was the whole deal here that's what they were really yeah. doing is they were just taking the federal government out of it and letting states have the control mm-hmm. and it's not even been a fucking week and they're already like no yeah we might you know we might use the federal government to enact this everywhere fuck the state right if a state wants the right to make abortions legal well we got to get rid of that state rights uh, yeah that, that state rights they're not good
1: there, there is no point in taking them seriously when they say stuff because they don't have they don't have actual beliefs other than we should be able to be in control of stuff. Uh, the Missouri, Missouri GOP is debating a bill to ban women from traveling out of state for abortions, which we'll get to how they'll know whether you did that or not because, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, t- Tennessee uh, passed a law to make it a felony to receive abortion medication via the mail. Um, Arkansas trigger law would make it a felony to obtain an abortion. Uh, North Dakota uh, governor pledged a special legislative session to pass new abortion restrictions. Uh, Oklahoma passed a Texas-style abortion bounty hunter law. Um, Ohio Republicans are debating two different trigger laws that would immediately ban abortion once Roe is overturned. Uh, Ohio is trying to reinstate a federal, uh, fetal heartbeat bill uh, after it was struck down by the courts. Idaho is passing a law authorizing civil lawsuits against abortion clinics and providers. That's just a bunch of shit. Uh, Probably the worst one was Louisiana um, passed a law that would allow murder charges for abortions. But the law is written so fucking broadly that essentially you could get a murder charge for having an IUD because they don't actually know anything about how pregnancy and and women's bodies work. And neither the fuck do I, I just read this article.
0: (laughs) Right. But, but we're not, you and I are not making laws (laughs) governing or uh, related to women's bodies, but like that's, they don't know how it works because all the people involved with coming up with this shit is a bunch of old white dudes. Uh Uh, yeah.
1: So they, the the law defined life beginning when the sperm meets the egg. So it's still in the fallopian tubes. I guess what IUDs do is prevent implantation. So it's not clear whether the law would get you a murder charge for for having an IUD or getting a new IUD after the law's passed. Let we'll the courts sort that out, I guess. Um, but like this this fucking dumbass is talking about how like what well, we're in the middle of saying is it rude to heckle to yell at Brent Kavanaugh's porch um right they put they louisiana put in their law that they wrote in the law that the state would be allowed to disregard federal court rulings that contradicted the new law one you can't do that i know a civil war over this
0: right that's what i was yeah i saw that and i was like but isn't that like a whole thing that you can't (laughs) that you can't just do that they're just out here just doing whatever man
1: the, the, the Republicans will have some fucking random judge in the middle of nowhere overturn the entirety of uh, the Biden administration's immigration policy. Right. And they're like, well, what are you going to do? And this call writes in the bill, fuck judges, we're doing whatever we want. And it's also well, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, uh, there's a famous, Andrew. I think it was Andrew Jackson quote where uh, he, he had a uh, uh, an initiative overturned by the Supreme Court and he said, the Chief Justice has made his ruling, let him enforce it. Essentially the same thing Trump said about by who? Right. So the Supreme Court doesn't have an army?
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> so it's like, I, I mean, we should have rule of law and stuff, but also like one side's playing by made up rules, other sides making up their own rules. And it's also, and I feel fight. like
0: one side feels as though. So they've been signaled by the Supreme court that they're on the same team where all this shit yeah. is concerned. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So oh. they're not, not worried about them anyway.
1: Yeah. I mean, the federal federal society makes sure they're all on the same team before they even come with uh, within distance of sniffing the court. Um, one way in which this is going to be worse than before and how state we, you know, you travel outside, um, is tech, big tech stuff. Um, there's a data broker, that just had a reverse course that they, they were doing this. They were, they were selling location data, including uh, people who visited abortion clinics. So let's say you live in Missouri and you want to travel to Chicago to get an abortion. Uh, you're like, well, I just say, I'm going to look at the, you know, I'm going to catch a bulls game, right? How's the government going to know? Well, your data's out there. It'll know you went to Planned Parenthood. If you take your phone with you, that's why you're seeing women online saying, you got to delete period tracker apps off your phone, So the government won't know when you're pregnant and it,
0: uh, so such sci-fi dystopian shit, man, it's wild fucking like we're not that far removed from thought crime and shit Mm -hmm. like that. You know?
1: Yeah. This, this company called Safegraph was the main purveyor of this data. Uh, and just so you know, the Supreme court has ruled the police have to get warrants to get location data from phone companies. But nowhere does it say that a private organization say that's hardcore pro-life can't buy the apps, but buy the data from these apps and give it to the cops. That's just, just, well, in the course of business, that's just normal snitching. Uh, The courts aren't going to be able to stop that. Um, This company called Safecraft, which, by the way, one of the main investors, Peter Thiel.
0: You guessed it.
1: (laughs) He's back, baby. He's all over this stuff. Uh, he he's gay by the way, so not that that matters for anything except he's not worried about any of this shit affecting him mm-hmm. personally. Um, they they got caught uh, motherboard, uh, which is a, a, a tech blog, went and bought a bunch of their data and use it to uh, track down specific people who went to abortion clinics and confronted them about it. And they go, "Actually, we're going to stop doing that." But instead, what they did is they spun off a side company and moved those uh, data d- uh, selling decisions to a, to the smaller company. Um, They've sold two years of disaggregated device-specific uh, uh, location data on millions of people to the Illinois government starting in 2019. And the federal government, after 9-11, started up all these different intelligence gathering operations with local law enforcement, so they're called fusion centers, but they're like regional terrorism threat detectors, but they've been using them to crack down on protesters. Mm-hmm. And they've, uh, I think it's uh, also in Illinois, uh, one of the fusion centers from by the federal government partnered with local law enforcement used uh, intelligence to crack down a bunch of pro-choice protesters. They arrested seven women, one of because uh, they said one of them threw pee on somebody. So seven right. women are in prison because one of them threw pee on somebody. And that's because of <laughs> the Patriot Act. <laughs> right. And, so all this stuff is going to be way worse than before, Roe. Um, except, I guess the upside is maybe we have better. There will be, you know, tutorial, YouTube tutorials and how to do at home. Uh, you know, what pill cocktails to take. That's where we're going to be
0: for a Jesus while. Jesus Christ! I mean, yeah, but you're right, though. And another one I saw was uh, I don't remember which state, but they were going to like make it either try to make it illegal or make it a finable offense or something to for private companies to pay for employees to travel to get an abortion if they have to travel to another state to get an abortion it's like what happened to the free market like they're like they're doing that because it's cheaper than maternity leave all right like it's Mm -hmm. still fucking money when it comes to these corporations and like why are you standing in the way of them doing what's best for their shareholders like i thought I thought we lived in a yeah. you know a free market society. Why is that okay for you to do? That sounds like government overreach to me. This whole thing sounds like government overreach, and it's just like mm-hmm. none of this ever applies as long as it uh it benefits whatever their stance is on a given subject. Like none of their principles ever apply as long as you know they um, help them you know justify the their and the ends of their mains whatever fuck you know what i'm trying
1: to say the, the only principle is power like even like i saw people unironically saying that protesting at brett kavanaugh's home is wrong because your home is a private place and he has a right to privacy and i was like what <laughs> right. the fuck are you <laughs> yeah. talking about he's he nobody...
0: ripped privacy out of the hands of uh you know half the population forever they, more. The guy
1: who the guy who runs that Steph Graph company, um, I told you Peter Thiel is one of the big investors. But a guy who runs the the company's name is Orrin Hoffman, and they got they got kicked off the Google Store for violating data protection. savings. so they have a track record of being shitty with this stuff. But the thing that struck me as funny is he got punished by Wikipedia too because he was continually editing his own Wikipedia page to tell a better story about himself. So while this guy is selling <laughs> your private data about what doctor you visit. He's trying to keep you from knowing he's a shithead and keep all his secret 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 by deleting stuff off his fucking wikipedia page. Right. They don't they only believe in privacy for themselves. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't oh, know, man.
1: We didn't we didn't get a chance to play the video, but they, this in Congress today, they're talking about this stuff and some shithead congressman from uh, a senator from Montana.
0: Which um, do you want me to try to find it real quick? I can try to
1: I'll highlight it in a rundown if you can play it. Yeah, you go gotta uh, see this to be
0: That right there. Okay, hang yeah. on. Hang on, everybody. Remember? Uh, like we said, producer Matt. He left us. Uh, but which that's okay. But uh oh yeah, I'm glad you said this. Okay, yeah, this is wild. Hang on. All right. Screen share here. Highly, highly technical operation we run over here at the SKUs, and let's see if this does it, share tab audio. You saying that, Mark? Yeah. Law. You hear it? If you were to take yep. or destroy the eggs of a sea turtle. Now, I said the eggs, not the hatchlings, that's also a penalty, but the eggs. The criminal penalties are severe, up to a $100,000 fine and a year in prison. Now, why? Why do we have laws in place that protect the eggs of a sea turtle or the eggs of eagles? Because when you destroy an egg, you're killing a pre-born baby sea turtle or a pre-born baby <laughs> eagle.
1: All right. So a to- couple of things about this. One, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> That's Senator Steve Daines of uh, Montana, I believe. Uh, two, the presumption here, I would assume, is that the sea turtle mom or the, sea, the eagle uh, mom wants to keep the kid. So, right also if, like
0: humans are not critically endangered or whatever yes. like you have to you have to go above and beyond in the protection of some of these species because of what we have done to them and their environments and everything including taking measures to protect you know their their eggs because you know some fucking redneck will make an eagle omelet or whatever if you don't if you don't Probably make yeah. it illegal to do so
1: the world's most patriotic omelet tray. Right? you eat them on july 4th uh, <laughs> But yeah, the, that's not even like the equivalent analogy. The the analogy here would be we put a sea turtle in jail because she kicked an egg out of the nest because she decided she didn't want to raise a baby sea turtle. Right. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and also, I, in his, I mean, I guess we got to set up a program where the sea turtles can drop off their baby eggs at the fire department. And then.
0: <laughs> there you go. So <laughs> now you're justice. thinking outside the box. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, so listen, yeah, again, producer Matt left uh, toward the end of the show, which is why we didn't get to the comments and stuff, because I would have had to do that, and y'all know I can't keep up with the various things at once, so sorry about that. But uh, we thank you all for sticking around with us real quick. If you want to see me live this summer, you go to treycrowder.com. Check out my dates I got going there. Uh, Also, if you want to support the show and get some extra material from us, you can go to weeklyscuse.com slash more or patreon and look me up sign up for the skews tier five dollars a month you get full length bonus episodes we're having fun with it and lastly i want to say happy birthday to my little sister Paige, who is 33 years old today happy birthday, happy birthday Sissy. love you very much thank you all for being here and for watching once again i love y'all too love you like chicken and uh, one last time i had eye surgery i'm not just being super cool okay thank you guys we appreciate it we'll be back next week
1: you.